hear a lot about this word authenticity and it has become a buzzword, but it really is true. Like your best unique selling proposition is yourself because people do business with they know, like, and trust. We hear that all the time, but it's more than that. People do business with people they know, like, and trust and who have aligned values. These days, you wanna stand for something and you wanna make sure that people understand what you stand for. And you're gonna get some people who don't like what you're saying. Don't worry about them, that's not who you're talking to. Talk to the people who align with you, who vibe with you, and you'll be surprised where you can get to. Welcome to the Standout Business Show, where it's all about making a bigger difference by doing business differently. I'm Brad Powell, and today we're asking the question, why should you invest in organic marketing instead of paid ads? Here's the thing. We are all exposed to dozens of online ads every single day, and most of which we find super annoying <laughs> and we won't even remember what they were. So why is it that so many business owners think that paid ads are the best way to promote their business? They may generate short-term results, but they're often viewed by your customers as inintrusive and less authentic. On the other hand, organic marketing will actually let your customers discover you and your business on their own. Instead of you, you know, going and banging on their door and saying, hey, look at me, they're gonna find you organically and they're gonna feel like, oh, I've made this great discovery. This looks really cool. And that's gonna foster more trust and build stronger relationships. So to help explore this in more detail, I've invited business coach and consultant Javon Wooden, who's the founder of Bright Mind Consulting, to break down the five ways that you can leverage relationships in your organic marketing. So stay tuned, because Javon is going to share how you can develop organic marketing strategies that encourage repeat business and referrals, and not just grow your business, but actually build a community. So with that, let's start the show. Right, Javon, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Brad. It's a pleasure to be on. <laughs> All right, so to get us started, I always like to agitate the problem a little bit and, and describe sort of the landscape that we're living in. I've been hearing a lot from business owners in like so for some time now that a lot of the things that they have done in the past, and let's say even go all the way back, back to pre-pandemic time, things that were working a, few, a year ago, two years ago, are just not working in the same way now. And so people are feeling like, oh my gosh, this is discouraging. And what the heck, like, what do I do now? <laughs> so what's your experience with that? And in particular, like, how do you recommend people, you know, stand out in their positioning in the business world? Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a great question. I say that we have taken a step back a bit to, to go pre-digital age, right? So now it's really about building those relationships, but now we can leverage the tools of the di digital age to do so, right? So we have 
the ability to reach out to just about anyone on the planet, no matter where they are, no matter what time. So we can leverage that to establish and build organic relationships and nurture those versus just running ads and, and hoping and praying that someone clicks on it. Yeah, I think that like I'm a, I'm a big believer in relationship marketing. This is sort of a relatively newly coined phrase. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really different and distinctive than this much more traditional and old school way of of promoting your brand in terms of it's it's not interruptive. It's not like doing a lot of cold outreach, a lot of outbound outreach of of the type of like just for instance, like here we are, we're going live on LinkedIn. And I know my experience on LinkedIn and the experience of many people is that every day you're going to get people, you know, connecting with you and saying, hey, let's connect. And then, then as soon as you say yes, then they hit you with a with an offer, <laughs> otherwise known as pitch slapping. <laughs> and I think that like most people are just going, oh, man, stop it. Like, don't slap me anymore. <laughs> and which is like almost the polar opposite of organic relationship building. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at that, just, you know, how to define what we mean by organic relationship building, what is your definition of the term? Yeah. So my definition is one, it's not paid. Right. And two, you treat it just as you would any relationship. Right. So if you take it offline, how do you build a relationship? Right. You make sure you check on with people. You may have lunch with them. You want to get to know about them personally. Right. It's just not about a transaction. It's not, hey, go ahead and buy this thing as soon as you meet them. Right. So we got to date a little bit. We got to get to know one another. We got to ask the questions that really matter that aren't just surface level. Get to know, you know, what I'm looking to accomplish. Maybe get to know my kids names if I have kids. You know, so it's really about getting to know the person before you go ahead and say, hey, go buy my stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Okay. so in the manner of using organic marketing, and there's a lot of like Organic marketing is a large world. Mm-hmm. So when we're looking at, I want to do a form of marketing where I'm actually building genuine relationships with the people who I'm wanting to serve and show them that I understand them, that I really care about what their deal is and what their problems are. And and that in fact, if they're the right person, if they're the right kind of thing, that I may very well have exactly the right kind of solution for the biggest pain point or challenge that they're facing in their business. Mm -hmm. And this is sort of the nature of the traveling that we want to go on. So what are the ways, like, let's just start walking through the different ways that you can be leveraging this organic marketing methods to build better and deeper relationships. Yeah. I mean, you, you'd mentioned, you know, people reaching out to you, like, I don't so much mind people reaching out to me, but it's when I see that wall of text, right? So you have to think about that. Like if, if I connect with you, I don't expect that. Maybe I can say, Hey, I would love to hop on a call or something like that, but don't just throw things at me. So one of my favorite ways uh, to, to start organic marketing, and I want people to know that we do it every day is introductions, right? If someone can introduce me to someone that I already know, so LinkedIn, we're on LinkedIn. So if I have a first level contact 
And I look at their contact list and I say, oh, it would be great to to meet Brad. You know, it seems like he's doing some cool things. Uh, I would reach out to my contact and say, hey, you know, I noticed you're connected to Brad. I've been trying to connect with them. They're doing some cool things. You know, I love to speak with him about X. Would you mind introducing me? That's the first place I'm going. I'm going to my network because I've already developed a rapport with these people. Hopefully, hopefully you're not just connecting with people and, and not saying anything to them. Um, because that's where we get those pitch pitch things and all that stuff. But just remember that we're on these platforms to network and develop these relationships. So that's the first place I'm going. My network, even in my phone, you know, I'm going to re- look out and I'm say, okay, hey, I got this this new speaking engagements I want to get, or I know someone in this company. That's where I'm going to do. I'm going to say, hey, I'm adding value. I'm going to make you look good first and foremost, and I'm not just going to be like, hey, I want to get into your company. I, uh, <laughs> I want to get a speaking engagement with you. No, I'm going to say, hey, you know, how are you doing? Let me check in on the person first. Uh, And then if the time permits, then I'll say, hey, let me ask you, do you mind? Do you know who would be in charge of hiring me or who in charge of bringing in speakers for your organization or something like that? But it's not just that's not my main purpose. Uh, You want to talk to a person as if you're not there to just use them. Right. See how they're doing. Develop a rapport. And it may not be that first conversation. I always say I aspire. I don't expect on conversations. Um, and someone said, why do you, you don't have expectations? I say, no, because if I don't know a person or if I haven't spoke to them in a while, how can I expect to get anything from them? I can aspire to develop it to the point where maybe they want to uh, purchase my my service or maybe they have a con- contact with me that'll help me grow my business. But that's not what I'm on the call for. Right. I'm on the call to build that relationship so that we can go. Maybe we become friends. Maybe we come become partners. You have to be open to those types of things. Yeah, I really like that. I, I just want to underline that curbing your expectations. <laughs> yes, yes. Like you can have all these aspirations, but it's just like, well, if you have an intention where you really don't have a big expectation of what the outcome is going to be, you just really never know what might come your way. And I also really like, like this approach that you're describing is really much more of a collaborative Mm -hmm. approach where the aspirational goal is like, well, what can we do for each other? What are the ways that we could collaborate and form a kind of partnership in, in whatever way that manifests? So what are the other things that you see in terms of collaboratively working with people that are in your network, people that you're meeting who are you know, new contacts and new prospects. Yeah. I mean, this is one of them, right? Where we come right. together and we meet each other and say, hey, you know, I noticed you do this, you know, and we might have some synergies there. So that's one thing. That's the first place I'm starting. Like, hey, how can we help one another? Right. Because that's the best relationships when it's win, win, win. We always talk about that. Win for my business, win for your business and win for the clients, whoever we serve. Right. So that's what I look for. Uh, another way I collaborate is with events. So maybe I'm running a summit, maybe I'm, you know, doing an in-person, whatever the case may be, or someone else is doing an event. I'll say, how can I add value, right? And how can this person add value to whatever I'm doing? And then maybe we just swap, for instance, podcasts, right? I have a podcast, you have a podcast, we may swap. So that's another way. Uh, because the, the key is when you're doing collaborative things is you're making sure that you're getting your brand in front of a different audience. So you want to come correct. You can't come there and be unprepared or be scattered. You got to make sure that you're representing yourself 
because you're not only representing your brand, you're representing this other person's brand. So that's that's one of my favorites. Um, the other way I like to collaborate is with guest blogs. So for instance, if I know someone in my network, maybe they write for a business journal, a local business journal. I'll say, hey, I have some ideas for you. I noticed that, you know, your last article was on X. You know, would you be interested in some articles on these? And I'll throw them a couple ideas. Nothing long. And it's not me pitching because they need content. Right. So it's a again, it's a win, win, win. Right. It's win for the reader, win for me because I'm getting out there and win for them because I'm providing them content that they need. So those are the types of situations I love collaborating on. People always ask me, how do you write for these companies? How do you do this? How do you do that? That's how I find out what the needs are before I even come to them. You know, I already know exactly what they're looking for because I've done my research. And then I can say, hey, I see a way that we can work together. How about this? Right. And that's what you really want to do if you want to work with someone. Yeah. Well, I want to go back to this idea of creating an event, which I think is actually a terrific way to do all kinds of things in terms of growing your network and building relationships with people. And and this, like what we're doing right now, this is my event creation tool in terms of what I use in my business and my way of meeting people. I think podcasting is one thing, but if you layer on top of that, well, let's record the podcast as a live stream. And when we do that, we can make it an event. Exactly. <laughs> and it literally, you know, you create an event page on LinkedIn and that goes out there. And now you can invite, I can invite my friends, you and my other guests can invite their friends. And we're literally having a time when people can gather and talk about some topic that is of interest to both of our audiences. Absolutely. And the other thing about this is that when you're looking for how can I meet and talk to and get to know the most interesting people, like my dream 50 or whatever that number is for you, you know, a group of people that you'd like to get to know better and have them get to know who you are. Well, if you're putting on something like this, you know, a weekly podcast or a webinar or some kind of summit where you're gathering people who are going to be presenters there are going to be guests on your show. It's an easy yes for them to say, yeah, sure. Uh, you know, flatter me, yeah. <laughs> like put me on, put me on your stage. And, and this is, you know, like my experience of doing a show like this is that very few people will say, oh no, I can't be bothered. I don't, you know, like, why are you bothering me? It's much more of like, yeah, of course I'd love to do that. Or even if they can't do it in the moment, they'll say, well, you know, I'm writing a book now or I'm doing something at the moment, but get back to me in like six months and then maybe we can do it then. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just a really great way to open the door to having this opportunity to have this really deeper, longer conversation with people. Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why I started my podcast was to do that, right? Uh, to not only like make these connections, but also, again, it's user-generated content. So if I have my audience and they're getting this, uh, this information disseminated to them and they find something that's key that gives them an aha moment, they'll share it out, right? My audience will share it out. And then that creates another piece of organic marketing, which is what I just mentioned, the user-generated content. If you have your customers, your employees, your partners and everyone else sharing your stuff, you know, that's casting you a wider net. So you're getting that brand visibility, that brand awareness. And now people are becoming familiar with you. 
Uh, so now they can start considering you if you said something that resonated with them. So they could say, oh, man, Javon. Yeah, he said he he's a leadership coach. Oh, OK, cool. You know, maybe I can use him to to come into my organization. He's a speaker. You know, Brad does this this marketing thing. So maybe I can use him to help my business. Right. So you just start being top of mind. Right. If, if the more and more and more they see. you, So it's really beneficial to you if you can create these collaborative partnerships. And when someone does share it, make sure you show appreciation. You know, that's a part of building that rapport because they want to know that you appreciate that. They want to know that you saw that. So if uh, uh, someone, even if I don't really know them, if they share my stuff, hey, I'll say, thanks for sharing. It takes me literally like less than a second to type that. And Facebook and LinkedIn, they provide a button where I can just click it. Right. So make sure you're doing things like that. You're responding to the comments and everything, because what that does is that's building you building those relationships to, with people you don't even know or seeing you. Yeah. And let, let's talk a little bit more about that, that arm in terms of soliciting and, and encouraging user-generated content as a way of actually building community amongst your audience so that they're feeling like, well, now we're having our own conversation over here and we're, you know, we're a bunch of, we're a bunch of people who all think this way and we all believe the things we do. And the reason that we're following Javon is because he resonates, like we resonate with what he's talking about. And, and so do all the other people who are here hanging out together. And I, one of the best examples of this kind of content creation goes back to uh, the band, the Grateful Dead, <laughs> where like, this is so like analog and, and pre-internet, but when they did their concerts, they encouraged and, and made special like front row seats for people who would record the show live mm. and like 20 to 40 guys down in the front with these long poles and microphones stuck up and sort of the high end, you know, reel to reel tape recording recorders of the time. And what they were doing is they were making bootleg copies of the recordings. And the agreement was, you can do this and you can copy this and you can share it with whoever you want. Uh, but, but you, but you can't sell it. You know, it's just like, we'll let you do this and we're going to give you like front row seats and we're going to treat you like gold, but you know, and this is, and, and you're special to us. And so what happened was in terms of viral spread, every, like those bootleg tapes were all over everywhere. And of course, in the way that they did their concerts, every concert was different. Right. So from one week to the next, their, their, band, their, you know, their set list and all this stuff was a whole bunch of different songs. And they were a jam band, so they improvised anyway. And so it was like, even if they played the same song, it wouldn't be the same as in the previous show. So every time one of these new copies, like this one, the show in this city and the show in another city got done, it was something unique. And they became collector's items, you know, and people would collect them and then they, they basically became deadheads. And we talk about community building, they would follow the band from one city to the next, to the next, to the next, because the whole experience was like this one big giant outdoor party. Yeah. That, 
they got to be with the other deadheads. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've we seen it with Barbie just recently, right? Where, oh, where yeah. you know, Barbie had a, a Barbie day. Everybody was wearing their pink and, you know, they right. really right, right, right. to another level. Yes, they did some some paid marketing, but what really carried it was that, again, organic marketing. You got people out there representing the brand. So everyone's talking about it. Um, and that's really what you want. You want to light that fire. So everyone's talking about what you have going on without you having to spend a dime. Um, and that's the benefit of what we're talking about here. And sometimes it's really about, um, you know, planting a bunch of seeds. Right? It may not happen immediately, but as long as you're willing, again, to keep planting those seeds, like we're talking about relationships, we're talking about the user generated content, we're talking about collaborations and partnerships, it's really building that community for yourself. So everyone's like, hey, man, this 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 person is really on fire. Or this business is really doing some great, some great things. You're building that trust. You're building some sustainability in your business. And it's very cost effective to do it this way. Right. So that's really what we want when it comes to organic marketing. The Grateful Deads, the Barbies, the Taylor Swifts, right, the Beyonce's. People are talking about it, evangelizing what they have going on. Yeah. The last thing I'd like to take a look at is. Now, when we come down to the actual individuals who are members of this community, what are the ways that you see that someone who's small business owner can really personalize the experience that that person is having in in their interaction with the brand? Yeah, uh, there's there's a number of ways, right? We we talked about social media, making sure you're you're responding to them with the comments, making them feel like they are heard. Um, another way is, you know, if you get some feedback, have a feedback loop, a way that they can provide some some thoughts to you, and then say, okay, we heard you, right? If I send an email, of course I'm gonna put their name, but I also say, hey, reply back, and if they reply back, I'm gonna say, hey, so and so. I think I got your reply. Love that you said that, you know, tell me more about it or whatever it is. I want to make sure that they feel valued. And that is the key for all of this stuff. If I create a community, maybe I have it where it's gamified. I have top contributors. I have ambassadors, people who are, you know, moderating the community, whatever it is, giving them options and opportunities to, to raise their status, so to speak, in the community. So because they get that feeling of exclusivity. They're like, oh, man, yeah, I'm, my stuff is valuable, right? I'm representing this brand and they see me. I'm a part of what they're building. People love that type of stuff. So make sure you have a way to do that. Make sure you have like referral programs. Uh, make sure you have like loyalty programs if it fits your your business model, whatever you can. And when I say loyalty programs, it, it doesn't have to be anything amazing. It could be like I talked about the ambassador program where they move up in your community. Maybe there's a leaderboard. Just make it fun. Yeah. Underline that last one. Make it fun. <laughs> Make it fun. Yes. <laughs> the more fun, uh, the more long lasting uh, people are going to be hanging in there with you. Absolutely. All right. Well, we're getting close to the end of our time together. If there is something that we haven't touched on in the realm of relationship building via organic marketing, what would you like to mention? Yeah. I, you know, we hear a lot about this word authenticity and it has become a buzzword. But it really is true. Like, you know, your best unique selling proposition is yourself. Uh, and that goes for a, a brand like a big brand or it goes for the small business owner because people do business with they know, like and trust. We hear that all the time, but it's more than that. People do business with people they know, like and trust and who have aligned values. 
Uh, that's a key. Like these days, you want to stand for something and you want to make sure that people understand what you stand for. Don't leave ambiguity out there because people are looking for social causes. People are looking for social responsibility. They're looking for you to speak on different topics and issues. So put that out there. If you stand for that, make sure you put it on there and make it a, a, a non-starter, right? I'm not breaking from this. It's okay to do that. And you're going to get some people who don't like what you're saying. Don't worry about them. That's not who you're talking to. Talk to the people who align with you, who vibe with you, and you'll be surprised where you can get to in a few few months, few years, uh, sometimes a few days for some people. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Well, I, yeah, I'm a big believer in really standing for something. You know, if, if you want to stand out, you got to stand up and say, and to literally take a stand. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and even though there, yes, there will definitely be people who go, that's not for me. I don't, I don't want any part of this, but that's okay because the people who, really think the same way and believe in the same stuff that you do, they're the ones that are going to stay and come back and bring their friends. Yeah, exactly. And that's when you start to win the game. Exactly. All right. Well, if people are listening to this and they're going, okay, I totally need help with my organic marketing. <laughs> I want, I want to get this Javon guy and, and see if he can help me out here. What's the best way for them to reach out to you? Hey, you can catch me on LinkedIn, Javon Wooden, J-E-V-O-N-W-O-O-D-E-N. Just shoot me a DM, connect with me, shoot me a DM, I'll respond. Or you can go to brightmindconsultinggroup.com. All right. Well, I'll make sure that links to both your LinkedIn page and your website are in the show notes. And Javon, thanks so much for coming on today. This has been great conversation. Thanks for having me, Brad. It's been a pleasure. And for those of you listening at the end, I just want to remind you that if you'd like to go and check out the entire archive of the Standout Business Show, go to standoutbusiness.show and it's all there. All the audio, all the video, all the show notes, all the links to all the extra stuff, and you can binge to your heart's content. We go live every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And until the next time, so long. So long.